Expecto Podronecast. Welcome to Mischief Managed Podcast, your recommended dose of Harry Potter nonsense straight into your ear hole. Sorry, George. For the discerning witch or wizard. And muggles. And squibs. No discriminations here. Well, no trolls. But trolls. On today's episode, our topic is... Child actors in Harry Potter. And of course, our reoccurring segments brought to you by us nerds... Katie. Laura. Kate. And most importantly, me, Craig, seeing as I'm the only wizard among these witches. Well, now on with the show. Welcome back. Welcome to Mischief Managed Podcast, everyone. Um, Episode 52. 54. 54. Yeah, that's what I said. You're really good at numbers. Well, he kind of I learned them all. (laughs) It's funny. I have nothing else to say. (laughs) (laughs) So our dear darling Laura is not present at this episode. Um... She's decided that she hates us and she doesn't want... No, just kidding. She'll she be decided back. correctly. <laughs> That's nothing to do with our number counting. Yeah. <laughs> we don't blame her at all. She has a work thing. Yes, that's fair. Um, so we have, of course, a special guest. We have James with us. Um, if you remember Ed, who's been on our podcast on episode 19, James is Ed's brother. So... Welcome. Similar voice sounds. Don't get confused. Yeah. For those of you who just listened to episode 19 you know, and are for some reason skipping ahead to 54. 19 to 54. God, I know you're out there, someone, and you make me angry. Oh. Craig has issues with sequential. Chronologicality. Yeah, sequency. Yes. Anyway, hello, so James. Thanks James. for joining hello. us. Hello. It's a pleasure to be here and join the ministry. Mischief managed podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Good start. We're doing it. Sorry, Ed. You've been replaced. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we might also be joined by Jess. Uh, she's working at the moment, so maybe in the later segment she will be uh, joining us. Um, there's the Black Hogwarts. Oh yeah. Stuff oh, going around. Hashtag Black Hogwarts. And, uh, so funny. Someone What's added JK. And she's like, I'm seeing it and I'm loving it. <laughs> so good. It is so good. It's like uh, people saying if Hogwarts had been in a, a more black community, community yeah. like how things would be different. And it's quite funny. Yeah. yeah like, like memes Twitter. and tweets written by people of color about if Hogwarts was. Yeah. Just some more. Well, people. like Dumbledore is Morgan Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> you've got that. Dolores angelic Umbridge. voice. Dolores Umbridge is, is still, still white. white. <laughs> still white. <Yeah. laughs> That's really good. So yeah. if you haven't seen those yet, go look those up. They're, they're a good read. Through. Yeah. <laughs> very entertaining. Yeah, they're very good. So you've just done the um, sorting quiz on Pottermore. What house did you end up with? I was allocated into the Ravenclaw house. And I did do it once before. I got a feeling it was the same last time. And yeah. <laughs> You'll be happy to know that Ravenclaw oh. won our house cup for yes. last year. Really? So you're starting off on top. The reigning champions. Mm-hmm. The only champions. The yeah. only champions! <laughs> mm-hmm. So they did good. They did good. Yeah. Yep. All in all, it was all really good. Yeah. We talked about this last time, but James, yeah. they were all within 100 yeah, points again. of each other. So you were sorted and you did your Patronus test. What'd you get? I got an osprey bird it's a bit like a hawk of some yep. kind i didn't cool. i couldn't have named what it was beforehand i have no idea i have only Google. looked it up we once. have crows and that was just terrible. where do crows not exist that's where i am crows live. 
What's wrong with crows? They just she try. got a crow. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love crows. <laughs> Super want to live with crows. <laughs> I mean, they're fine, right? I thought you got a cat. I did at first, she and then I did it, it again. again. I remember. I remember yeah. now. It's all coming I back. We weren't happy with it, so. <laughs> and people tend to conjure them when they're lonely, so you wouldn't want to ever yeah, you're like, felt like you need to. You. Oh, that pretty cat. Yeah, it's not one you'd show off. Yeah. It's not like a stag or an adder. Or a dolphin. <laughs> Ayo, I got a dolphin. Um, pretty happy with that. I'm looking at a like map. sharks. <laughs> <laughs> They're also really... Horny? Yeah, yeah, they have a lot of sex. Uh, ospreys, <laughs> yeah, I don't think Dolphins they are sharks. Britain. Dolphins. What do sharks do? <laughs> they <laughs> die. <laughs> Just not Biting. interested. Oh, what do sharks do? <laughs> they have a lot of sex. Who? Dolphins. Oh, what do sharks do? <laughs> but yeah, ospreys seem cool. to be like Their Africa. Skins backwards. Canada. Yeah. They oh. have 12 rows of 10 to 12 rows of teeth. 25 per row. They have a whole week. So. Yeah, they have shark week. Yeah. Excellent week. Yeah. Live every week. Appreciation or awareness of the dangers. Yeah, both. More so uh, awareness of we're killing too many of them. Underappreciation yeah, of yeah. sharks. Yeah. Yeah. The underappreciated character. Welcome to underappreciated character <laughs> of the week. This is totally sharks. about Harry Potter, for yeah. sure. Well, well it could be... Uh, Victor Crumb. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Shark. Victor Crumb, but as a shark. Which? Nom, shark nom, awareness. Nom, nom, nom. So, James, how did you get into Harry Potter? Like, when did you start reading him? When did you start did watching you? it? Or did you? Tell us everything. So, long ago, on a family holiday to France with my two brothers, one of them, Ed, from the previous episode. We have to get the third brother on. <laughs> yep. This is now, yeah, our, this is now our mission. These are, the Grovers are our Pokemons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Pokemon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, the younger brother, Rob, very younger brother, had uh, been reading philosopher's stone and it was thought that maybe me and ed weren't reading enough books at the time so the audio book would be brought on the holiday and we were like no we don't want to listen to this this is like our little brother's reading this it's ridiculous right it's mm. a baby over book it. yeah it's for robs was he of like this <laughs> similar age like around 11 when he was reading it or something or uh, even younger i'd say yeah we were both starting secondary school so which is high school. high school. Okay. Yeah. You you were and, already doing the conversion for us. <laughs> and the little brother was at elementary school. Yeah. And so it was uh, thought of, it was like younger, younger. Yeah. Kind of anyway, so we listened to this in the car and we were like gradually getting involved and like, oh, maybe we should listen to another chapter. <laughs> like, maybe we should go out in the car. <laughs> and just gradually got past our kind of pride in that it was actually very very good and then got addicted to it and read every book since and then actually the last time i was in canada before now um we were staying at a lake house in ontario and i was reading the goblet of fire there that sounds delightful that sounds really good anyway the short answer is <laughs> okay we'll cut out everything yeah, fuck all that. it was charming we hate it so how did we get into it um so it was Rob's fault. A, Rob's fault. My little brother had an Which audio book we and Rob we had to listen podcast. to it. Yeah. <laughs> now we need to go back and listen to episode 19 and compare his and Ed's stories to make sure they're... I'd say Ed's got the worst memory. <laughs> Ooh, you heard it here, folks. Oh. You, you would benefit most from a, a pensive. 
<laughs> okay, if he's benefiting most from a pensive, what are you benefiting most, magical item wise? Um, being able to manipulate time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's a good one. That's a lot of power for one person. Uh, Jill's pet peeve was kind of along the time turner lines. Um, how like Hermione just seems to disappear and. Yeah, like just friends? in like there was a yeah, or like she, but like in the middle of like a, a corridor or something. Like yeah, she doesn't like, like I need to go to the bathroom, and then yeah. she reappears. Like Ron from just the turns bathroom. around and she's gone, and yeah. you're like, wait a second, like like she when like I pops into class and she's I read like, it oh, first, I was here the whole time. I was like, oh, it's just part of the time turner's magic, right? But then my head canon now uh, is that she just pulls a Batman. And she's just like, starts a conversation. The other person goes into kind of like a monologue and she just boots she's it. She's doing it on purpose. <laughs> Smoke bomb and dives into a broom cupboard or something. So, Ron, do you like the Chudley cannons? Oh, oh my God, yes. <laughs> she secretly Ooh, actually jumps into a broom closet and then like comes out a couple minutes later and then time turns. Yeah. She's actually. Well, and that was the thing too. Closet. She was like, uh, okay, Harry's distracted and Ron's an idiot. So they're not going to notice if she disappears. But what about everyone else yeah. in the corridors? Yeah, but, true. But I was like, they're the only two people who care about her. Maybe it's so they're like, a bit mad. Yeah, like, they're like that weird girl just jumped in the room from reality. Court. She doesn't know which reality she's in anymore. Mm. That could be and she's, she's slowly losing her mind. She does get more and more harried. Harry? Harried mm. as that book goes on. Yeah, well, she's which taking on a lot for a 13-year-old. Yes. But that's a lot. I mean, she would. The power of Isn't, time. Yeah, she's given the power of time, and mm-hmm. Dumbledore tells her that she has to go back and sort it all out, otherwise, it's a disaster. Yeah, like save two 13, people's lives yeah. and risk yours. Okay, thanks, bye. Well, she knew, like, Voldemort's Horcrux was going to help her, so. Ooh. Speaking of time turners, have you read The Cursed Child? James, I'm I looking at you. I own The Cursed Child <laughs> and started reading it, and I know. The beginning of it, okay. but I no longer do because of my memory. And I <laughs> At one time, it. you knew it, so I got no place to judge it in any way. Okay. Did you stop reading it because of your opinion of it, or did you stop reading it because of life? Life. Because life, I left England to come mm. to Canada. Oh, so your book is still there? Yeah. Leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> That's Craig's opinion. <laughs> But we have so many books here, Craig, that you can read. That's true. <laughs> That's what I meant. We, well, one of us yeah, has a copy of it, don't have I'm to sure. Fly back and I think get Caitlin it. still has mine. She was like, can I borrow this? And I'm like, keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I did only um, over Christmas see Fantastic Beasts. Oh. What did you think? Yeah, you think? I, yeah, I really loved it. I think that it was enough of the feeling of the original films, mm-hmm. but yeah. different enough to be fresh. Yeah. I think my favorite creature was the Niffler. That <laughs> yeah, he's the really Niffler's great. The so good. <laughs> I love him so much. His little couch. His little shoving gold in there like... <laughs> What's our countdown now? Mm. Is New it Year's? December? We have no, 10 more months, out. right? November. It comes out in November. November. So it's mid-January, mid to late January right now. And it comes in mid-November, 18th. So that's 10 months from now? Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yay! It's exciting! Countdown is on! The second one. Um, something I would like to talk about and perhaps maybe read an excerpt from. Am I saying that right? Is that uh, <laughs> we, we touched on it on the last episode, um, but there 
was the AI written chapter of Harry Potter entitled Harry Potter and the Portrait of What Looked Like a Large Pile of Ash. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a, so it's not really a chapter, but it's it, it was written by an AI and it's bananas. Uh, I'm just... sure most of you have seen this by now, but it's a lot of fun. It's entitled, it's chapter 13 for some reason, but it's entitled The Handsome One. And it starts, The castle grounds snarled with a wave of magically magnified wind. The sky outside was a great black ceiling, which was full of blood. (laughs) The only sounds drifting from Hagrid's hut were the disdainful shrieks of his own furniture. (laughs) Magic. It was something that Harry Potter thought was very good. (laughs) Magic. (laughs) Uh, leathery sheets of rain lashed at Harry's ghost as he walked across the grounds towards the castle. Ron was standing there <laughs> and doing a kind of frenzied tap dance. He saw Harry and immediately <laughs> began to eat Hermione's family. <laughs> Ron's, Ron's Ron shirt was Ron's. just as bad as Ron himself. Ron's Ron shirt. <laughs> If you two can't clump happily, I'm going to get aggressive, confessed the reasonable Hermione. <laughs> Ron's Ron shirt. <laughs> it's just as bad as Ron, Ron himself. <laughs> I need to get that tattooed on my body. Yeah, Ron's Ron. I want a shirt that says Ron's Ron shirt. Yeah. You need to make a bunch of shirts that are just about this AI. Magic. Do you want to be part of it, James? What's about Ron magic of the Ron? <laughs> To Harry, Ron was a loud, slow, and soft bird. (laughs) Harry did not like to think about birds. (laughs) It's better in an English accent. Infinitely better. better. Death Eaters are on top of the castle, Ron bleated, quivering. Ron was going to be spiders. He just was. He wasn't proud of that. It was going to be hard not to have spiders all over his body after all is said and done. Look, said Amani. Obviously, there are a load of death readers in the castle. Let's listen in on her meetings. <laughs> the three complete friends zapped onto the landing outside the door to the castle roof. They almost legged it, but witches are not climbing. Ron looked at the doorknob and then looked at Hermione with scarring pain. I think it's closed, he noticed. Locked, said Mr. Staircase. <laughs> a shabby, robbed ghost. They looked at the door, screaming about how closed it was, and asking it to be replaced with a small orb. The password was Beef Woman. Hermione cried. (laughs) Harry, Ron, and Hermione finally stood behind a circle of Death Eaters who looked bad. I think it's okay if you like me, said one Death Eater. Thank you very much, replied the other. The first Death Eater confidently leaned forward to plant a kiss on his cheek. Oh, that's cute. Oh, well done, said the second as his friend stepped back again. All the other Death Eaters clapped politely. Then they all <laughs> took a few minutes to go over the plan to get rid of Harry's magic. <laughs> Harry could tell that Voldemort was standing right behind him. He felt a great overreaction. <laughs> Harry tore his eyes from his head and threw them into the forest. Voldemort raised his eyebrows at Harry, who could not see anything at the moment. <laughs> Voldemort, you're a very bad and mean wizard, Harry savagely said. Hermione nodded encouragingly. The tall Death Eater was wearing a shirt that said, Hermione has forgotten how to dance. So Hermione dipped his face in mud. As you do. Ron threw a wand at Voldemort 
and everyone applauded. Ron smiled and reached for his wand slowly. <laughs> Ron's the handsome one, muttered Harry as he reluctantly reached for his. He cast a spell or two and jets of green light shot out of the Death Eater's heads. Ron flinched. Not so handsome now, thought Harry, as he dipped Hermione in hot sauce. The Death Eaters were dead now, and Harry was hungrier than he had ever been. The Great Hall was filled with incredible moaning chandeliers and a large librarian who had decorated the sinks with books about masonry. Mountains of mice exploded. Several long... Several long pumpkins fell out of McGonagall. Dumbledore's hair scooted next to Hermione as Dumbledore arrived at school. The pig of Hufflepuff pulsed like a large bullfrog. Who's the pig of Hufflepuff? Dumbledore smiled at it and placed his hand on its head. You are Hagrid now. (laughs) We are the only people who matter. He's never going to get rid of us, Harry, Hermione, and Ron said in chorus. The large floor of the castle seemed like a large pile of magic. The Dursleys had never been to the castle, and they were not about to come there in <laughs> Harry Potter in the portrait of what looked like a large pile of ash. Harry looked around and then fell down the staircase for the rest of the summer. <laughs> Do you want to read the last sentence? I'm Harry Potter, Harry began yelling. The dark arts better be worried. Oh, boy. <laughs> As he's falling down the staircase for the rest of the summer. Excellently done. Oh, I am oh crying. I really want a, like a breakdown of what the AI was looking for. Because like some things you can see the relation to of why yeah. it chose that, but mm-hmm. other things are just like so out there. I assume it was like it was a mad libs of It was uh, like, like a word just, association kind of just thing. Just names, verbs, nouns and all those other word things. But they must have just like Yeah. Combed through the Harry Potter books and took specific words, but there's also other ones that, like, I don't think hot sauce is ever mentioned no. in Harry Potter series at all. Yeah. Call us out on that if it was. Guys, but. is there hot sauce in Harry Potter? <laughs> uh, but I don't remember ever <laughs> hot like sauce. Like Seamus just yeah. dumping it on mentioned. something? It feels like a, a very like North American condiment. It's like, in the hot sauce. Yeah, yeah maybe true? in the... Am I being racist? <laughs> I was gonna say out of Irish, Scottish, Welsh, and British, who's most likely to pull out the hot sauce? Mm. Speak for everyone. English. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, because there's a lot of like Indian, Pakistani immigrants, mm. right? Well, that's brought true. all the yeah. curries over curries and became and part Japanese of our culture. And... Yeah, no. yeah, that's just the pepper up potion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or fire whiskey. It's it's not fireball, but it's just like Frank Red Hot poured mm. into something. Well, that was great. It was great. Mm-hmm. Well done to you nerds, whoever <laughs> yeah. made that. Kudos. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, and uh, also, um, we're like Craig noted on Twitter today. I assume it was you. You're in 2018 yes. now. Oh, yeah. So the Harry Potter, like Pokemon Go game. It's coming, folks. It's coming. We don't really? know when it's going to drop. Yep. Yeah, it was not going to be exactly like it. They stole it from us. Yeah, oh we had the plan so laid out for them, and they took it. The graphics look very simple in it. Well, it is for phones. Like, so. The graphics are simple it. in Pokemon Go. Well, that's very true. Yeah, must just be like just to speed up the loading time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what's the 
premise of the game. It's like mm-hmm. a role-playing game where you're a student. And, and I you're going to lessons and you're yeah. dueling and collecting stuff Role for potions. Role-playing, but still live. Like yeah, I think right? it's a... Yeah, it's a... I think so. Augmented it's an augmented reality, reality game. Because you go places and get things. I, I'm pretty sure. Find potions on the floor and stuff. Yeah. Probably more so ingredients, but... Uh, maybe. We don't know. We don't know. Hey, man, I'm excited to know. <laughs> I'm ready to have my battery life yeah. just yeah. draining. Who fucking day. needs it? Yeah, yeah everyone stock up. <laughs> Up, not stock up. That's impossible. Up your data plan. <laughs> Unless you have like rollover so, data, which is unheard of in Canada. Canada. Uh, we have the worst phone plans. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be fucking amazing. I'm so excited. Oh, we don't know when it comes. Drops right. No, no it's still like vaguely at, 2018 yeah. right now. It's called um, Hogwarts Mystery. And it should be fun. Ooh, Hopefully, socks. Hopefully, even if it only lasts as long as Pokemon Go. It'll still Dude, be Dude, that was a fun ride. Yeah. I'd probably still be playing it if it didn't get so fucking cold in Canada. Yeah. Where it was like, you can't have your fingers out playing a game on your... Mm-hmm. Like, your fingers mm-hmm. just freeze. Like, I don't have gloves that work on smartphones because I'm old and stupid. And all I can catch at my house in my basement is a rattata every <laughs> hour or something. Like, fuck that. <laughs> you have to be like our... We have two friends that still play, Emily and Nick. Yeah. And they have the watches, so that when See, it buzzes, smart. you just yeah. press the button and it catches it. Cheating. cheating. What, and it, it always cheating. catches it? No, I don't think it always catches it, but it's like, just a you don't have to pull your phone out. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. Something you. to look forward to. There's going to be a disaster. Right, I'm going to be in debt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thousands upon thousands of dollars of yes. data gone. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to an augmented meet your messers. <laughs> So what's our, our meet your messers question for today? What do we have our, to what our do we meet have to your say? messers question is a Craig original. Oh, uh, I was excited. Kate was mad. <laughs> oh, that wasn't your excited noise? Yeah, it might be. We'll see. <laughs> Craig has excitement. Uh, this blindness. is inspired by an email we got from Christopher. So uh, this is for you. Christopher Walken. Wow. Oh guys. <laughs> if you had Come to be on. cast as a quote bad end quote character who would it be and why so no choosing harry potter because he's just a so your cast is them like you're in the movies yeah them? yeah we don't, it's, we don't have to be we don't have to look to like them. them no you we just, just have, can't would... be a good one of the goody goodies right bellatrix yeah that was easy for you <laughs> this is kate and i'm reporting with the answer bellatrix okay go. why no, because listen to the last 53 episodes. <laughs> because it's on brand. <laughs> and Laura would be Luna. Yeah. I can answer it for her. She's not even here. She doesn't need to be. We get Luna it. Luna and Luna's good character. That's true. Bad <laughs> character. I mean, I guess Sybil Trelawney is sort of a bad character. Yeah, I would. I think I that Laura might there. be. She's kind of like a chaotic that. neutral. Mm-hmm. She does tell a young boy repeatedly that he's going to die to make herself feel better. She does, yeah. She's not great. I don't like her. Laura could be Myrtle. Myrtle? <laughs> she's I like not how bad. <laughs> Craig's lost his damn mind. <laughs> Update. Very Craig quiet, moaning Myrtle. <laughs> Laura's not allowed to hear this episode now because I laughed so hard at that. <laughs> 
just for Patreon. Just for Patreon. No, that, that would be great. I, yeah. If we ever do another reading or something, I want Laura to play Myrtle. Oh, Myrtle. That'd be so Laura. damn good. Just when she like starts to yell at Harry or something. Yeah. Like, I, I just want to see that happen. We're trying to like flirt with him. Yeah. I think yeah, that's that'd great. be funny. Can't wait. Um, I guess I would be like Dolores Umbridge. Ooh, mm, that'd be fun. Because she's oh, she really so sucks. She's the worst. She's but the I worst. feel like I could channel like hashtag not all kids, but like a lot <laughs> of kids are really annoying. And like when I think about like what I would yeah. be as a teacher, mm. I feel like it would I would be like that nervous teacher that would like explode and be like nobody's talking for the rest of the day, yeah. <laughs> like just You'd be shut the lights down level. and be like no. They, they'd um, have like a secret tally of how many times they've made you cry through exactly. The year. Like yeah. I'd be that teacher, yeah. so I feel like in that way. And I have like a, a stupid high voice, so like <laughs> maybe that would translate, and I would be fine. <laughs> Um, she's yeah, but she'd be fun to play that. It's the category. It'd be fun to play that. It says all the bad people, you know. They're all bad. They've all killed her. This is who you'd most find most fun to play, or you'd want to, or you think you would be playing. A kind of an amalgamation. I don't know if it would be the most fun, but it'd be kind of like more fun playing an evil character mm-hmm. than it is playing like a good character, mm-hmm. because I guess you just sort of get to be like a crazy jerk, and yeah. you know, it's you unleashing all of your the worst. Moon. Um, like impulses yeah. I guess that's really why I like would go with Bella because not only is she evil but you get to go fucking crazy like mm. she's the you can't figure out what she's gonna do next she's the crazy one her hair is even crazy it's full mm. of secrets <laughs> and yeah, it's she's just definitely like, like the joke she's not of the put Harry to- she is yeah she's yeah. not put together so like not only do you get to be evil yeah, yeah you get to be bananas bananas yeah yeah it's pretty cool that's so fun yeah that'd be neat but I can just see myself screaming I must you have to love cats. Uh, no, but that's only in slate form. Only in slate form. Yeah. yeah. I think you'd be all right with that. Form. I yeah. do have a Patronus of a cat. Yeah. It fits. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It tracks. So that'll be it. Do you have one, James, or do you need more time? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, two Halloweens ago, at the last minute, put a lot of effort into dressing up as Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Nice. You had like a bald cap and everything, like you did the damn thing. Yeah, oh. I had a proper cape to the ankles length thing, and I got some masking tape and taped down. <laughs> My nose isn't like a small nose, I wouldn't say, no. so it's quite painful to tape it down. Tape I have it. that all night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you breathe? <laughs> uh, well, through my mouth. Oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> but um, and then I mixed Vaseline with candle wax and melted it together. And then created like the extra eyebrow size and cheeks oh, to wow. make it look. Oh, really? And then like this put is face very in depth for yeah. last minute. So from that point of view, I think be Voldemort. I think I I like the pure evil. I think it'd be like yeah. fun. Yeah. And would like, tall enough? Would you play it the same as Ralph Fiennes did? Ralph Fiennes. Ralph. I'm Ralph? sorry, it's Ralph, Ralph to me. Like Ralph. Get your get your name spelt right, mate. I think. <laughs> The <laughs> rude. <laughs> it's the perfect mix of kind of like calm evil. Yeah. And yeah. But I think if I did it, I wouldn't have any acting abilities to draw upon. So I'd probably just be like a bit unhinged. I'd just have to go for that approach. Yeah. He he does get unhinged, especially like, when he's to be that evil. You'd have to be. Yeah. 
You'd have to be rough. <laughs> have to be rough. You've been pitching that all night. <laughs> <laughs> Chewy. But my second option was <laughs> Lucius Malfoy. Oh, because Ooh, I feel one. like he's kind that of. That guy Kate's attention. Ooh. I was trying to look up pronunciation of Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> I don't know any lines that he has, but like drawling kind of mm-hmm. evil streak about him. <laughs> could you kick a house elf though? Well, you yeah. could kick a CGI house elf. Kill what do you mean? Nothing. Yeah. Get away from me, you filth. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Well done. Very good. <laughs> I think you'd be a good Voldemort and or Lucius. I think Lucius might be a well, maybe I think they'd both be fun to play in mm-hmm. their own way. They would both yeah. be fun to play. That They're long They're different hair. though cuz like Lucius is so very like disdain He's all like, he's I'm just better rich. Than you. Potter. Yeah, yeah. Better rich than conceited. you. And Voldemort's just like, I don't, I don't care about you at all. You are. I don't even tool. care about me. So me? <laughs> before the movies, he's I so would evil, say. isn't he? Yeah. He really is a horrible man. The only one he likes is Nagini. Lucius is the more comical role, but like after the movies, Ray finds kind of made it Voldemort the more comical role. I think Voldemort would be fun to play. Just it's basically like you're the the head evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you get to sit in the throne, True you get evil, to, you yeah. know, you're the, everyone's bowing down to you to have that, yeah like, mm-hmm feeling. It's a tough and role, though. Yeah, it's a tough role. And for God's sakes, don't hug Draco. Yeah. And don't laugh weirdly while you do it. Yeah, yeah. or jazz hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, Lucius, there's, like, room for yeah. playing around a little yeah. bit. I think. My third option would be the <laughs> executioner from... Yeah. Um, McNair? McNair. Oh. Because I feel like his backstory could be played out in a future thing. Yeah. How did he get in that position? Like, Well, he I took it he after he... Animals. I think he was one of the ones that said he was under an Imperius curse. Oh, yeah. And then he took the job at the ministry because he wanted to be killing something. <laughs> Want to kill, kill some innocent instead. animals. Poor Buckbeak. Bastard. He got away away hmm. okay for uh yes, mine go. dudley 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 <laughs> yeah that would be mine that would be fun because uh hey, no what what was that katie nothing come on spit it you out you get to be magic it's fine it's gonna I'm... call craig big d <laughs> 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 i was hoping for that <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> what have I done? I'm happy now. It's just because uh, that one email it got into my brain. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. I this, forget who it was. This is for Christopher. Big Christopher, D. you did this so, to me. Why Dudley, Big D? Oh. <laughs> I'm an only just child. And oh. I think a lot of people expect Really, we couldn't me. tell. No. Well, I often get told that People are surprised that I'm an only yeah. child because I don't well, you're well fit that socialized. mold. You are well socialized. But yeah, that's that's really my only reason and to get Katie to call me Big D. So <laughs> You played me like a fiddle. <laughs> gotcha. Super uh, mad about it. That's great. So, yeah, that's it. Because <laughs> I'm an only child and I wanted to make Katie mad. <laughs> Good enough reasons. Fine, fine. All right, well, yeah. thanks, Craig, for that <laughs> wonderful suggestion. You're welcome. Um, are you trying to whisper because Laura's not here? Get her energy? Sure. We could all use a little Laura energy right now. Yes. She's our Luna. She's our Luna. 
We miss her. Mm. We like you. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. What's our topic today, kids? Well, our topic today is about kids. What <laughs> 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 <Boys>. is? <laughs> um, so, that was unintentional. It was. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're actually going to be discussing like child actors in Harry Potter, maybe a little bit in general, but also like how the actors started as children and grew grew up, where they are now, like what they're doing, and all of that nonsense. It'll be fun, probably. First Tune off, in to find out child actors why. Why what? When they're perfectly capable adults to play children. <laughs> what world does this big D live in? <laughs> How dare you call him that? I'm getting business cards made up. No. But as we saw in that terrible Christmas I'm princess movie. I'm or sorry, terrible? Obviously, one of them was terrible. Princess for Christmas? But the or guy was like 25 playing like, I don't know what he was supposed to be like yeah riverdale the 15. oc yeah right, like, but those are teenagers teenagers can like once you're past puberty you yeah. can get away with it that's why they totally should have just like Sabrina. they should have uh, just Regina animated George. the first three movies and then moved on to really? older people playing teenagers craig really <laughs> these choices, you don't craig? even believe what you're saying right now you don't even believe in it i don't ever oh <laughs> it's all lies child actors are great and i'm so glad that they went with no names that they oh, had like sure. a mass yeah. broad everyone's welcome to the audition we're trying to find three nobodies and it but was that being awesome. said daniel well, radcliffe had he had, had acting in. experience before like he'd yeah. been in movie david with Cop- uh, david with well of course yeah, yeah. actors Coppers are still gonna go for and it but in a, a random movie but yeah but like emma watson was decent i mean nobody she was yeah oh but she was like very sporty wasn't she maybe but and Rupert Grint had acted in school plays and like I mean, town plays. Like, everybody acts in school yeah. plays. Like, that doesn't count for me. Really, even when you're like in grade one and well, everyone like, has to be Rudolph like a turn up or something. Reindeer, maybe, but yeah, like that's what I mean. Those are obligatory. Do you think any mistakes were made in the casting of these child actors? That looking back, is that harsh to even think about that? Like, well, they're just kids. Well, I mean, it is a little bit like the first few movies. You can tell, like, they don't. You don't want to be like a <laughs> jerk or anything. Like, they're trying their best. Yeah. They're doing their best work. I think. Obviously, they're having fun. They're like eleven years old at the time. Um, but then sometimes you see stuff like, like I think I've mentioned this before, like the child actors in Stranger Things, and you're like, yeah. that's like that's next level acting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think a and, little bit older. Maybe. Yeah, maybe they're supposed to be like. 12 i think around that age okay maybe not but i'm not quite sure Um, yeah so good but they're they're just incredible yeah i feel like in a lot of ways a lot of roles like this like we talk a lot about like how we envision characters and then how they ended up being um but i think that as book readers we have a picture in the in our head of like who should physically be in this role Mm -hmm. and i think that really narrows the view when you're looking for a child Mm -hmm. actor to fit that role Mm -hmm. and still a lot of people are like rupert grin doesn't look like ron at all Mm -hmm. he's supposed to be tall and gangly and it's like well, what do you they want? They couldn't like, tell do you how they were going to grow up physically. Like, yeah. sometimes you can't get everything on the menu. But you can't played... get a tall, gangly, redhead child who, who is good at acting and who, yeah. like, and starts at eight and becomes gangly later. Exactly. And... Like, 
it, there's it's a crapshoot you know it's it's, it's really it's it's such a lottery you mm-hmm. don't know what you really what you're getting especially when you get kids before puberty because that changes their faces mm-hmm. and their bodies completely people um, also have to remember that chris columbus did the casting he was the really? director signed out he didn't do the casting there was tons of execs involved because they had to carry them through all these movies. Mm. But the director that was on the paperwork when the casting sessions were happening and the director who signed off of them was Chris Columbus. He's very campy. He's very cartoonish. He's very, he wants big, big characters. He wants big colors, big strokes. That's his style. And yeah. he's, so not that they're super campy, but you know. They always had like a lot of drama and like mm. over-exaggeration, which I, I always value. interpreted mm. as, yeah, like playing to a, a younger audience. Yeah, which is really, you know, made sense for the first movie, even looking at the first book versus the later books. It doesn't play the long game. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. But I, they do a very good job at casting child Voldemort, Tom Riddle. I think he's yeah. phenomenal. Well, because that's a one-off. He is phenomenal. Well, too. a big scene, though, yeah. for a one-off. They and did a great job. super important as mm-hmm. well. So and to your, answer your question, <laughs> I, I think the three, the trio, no issues. I have, like, I have a some. few issues just with, yeah. with acting, but, like, I oh, feel I like... Oh, I with casting. Like, I wouldn't say, oh, yeah. like, throw someone else in. It's interesting of. that Rupert Gwynn, you said that maybe it's not what people thought in their head. It'd be like, but he actually was very good for the role. He, yeah, like he made, I thought he was, he was good, in a different way. Role, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I have no like big issues with the casting and and with who they are. Like I love all of those actors separately and together mm-hmm. and as their roles and everything. I just think that they were limited um, by like preconceived notions, and if it was perhaps like a little bit broader, we could have had better quality of actor earlier because like i think they have become great actors yeah i don't think they started out that way no. i think like, a lot the of earlier it, movies there's a lot of choices where i'm like oh but like they're 11 they but some people they're also being directed too in their yeah and it depends on the director as well how far the director yeah. wants to push them or yeah. all that stuff but i definitely think it was them as well like that's the type of actor they were as little because I agree there's some stuff that's in the earlier movies that's like yikes yeah. Daniel Radcliffe it for was me a friend <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe goes uh, for me goes through a real bad dip and then solidifies out and gets better again and I definitely think Emma Watson is yeah. at the end of it the best by the yeah, acting I think wise, by the yeah. six, yeah. six yeah. seven eight they really I think they all they sort of like it. show yeah. up and yeah. they're really into it yeah I think um, that's what I she think she's the best acting wise but I think. To the she character's genuine, yeah. like, to the character from the book. Well, I absolutely. Think she's Rupert. too pretty for Hermione. Like, her hair oh, yeah. goes no, really she, sleek and beautiful she's by like, the way, right? Hollywood. Her yeah. and Rupert kind of are opposite. Like, maybe Ron doesn't really look like Ron as you'd think of him. Yeah, that's but true. he kind of grows in your mind as Ron. And by yeah. the end, he is what you think yeah. of Ron. At least I do. Yeah. And then Emma is like, oh, you're perfect. You have the frizzy hair. You're like annoying as shit. <laughs> oh, but now you're like yeah, this goddess hit. and yeah. like at the UN and stuff. So yeah, yeah something switched. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's also part of this. They, this is acting. They are humans, yeah. real life humans, and they're allowed to be real life humans. But I agree. Emma turned out, I think the best actor, they're great actors, but the best actor, but Rupert was really sold Ron for me, for sure. Mm -hmm. From the beginning, too. He was dopey and confused and bumbly. And yeah, there was definitely like, I expected someone ganglier when they were older, but I guess the Grints are broad-shouldered big men. Well, he just took after, like, he was more of a Charlie. 
Yeah, like that sort of stuff. It, it's so. I, I guess that. the like the point <laughs> I was trying to make is that like when you think about it, like that sort of stuff is so trivial. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it like mm-hmm. I feel like as fans of the books, where the story is more important than what people look like. Like when you're reading a book, nobody's being like, "Oh yeah, I'm reading this character. They're so hot." It's like, <laughs> I mean, maybe like Outlander, but. I was gonna be like, hey, hold on. Yeah, you're saying this, and I'm in the room, so. <laughs> but, uh, well, especially for like, I don't know, like a, a child's book or like something, you, you're reading it, you're not yeah. really like, when I pictured people, I just sort of pictured them as like blurs. Yeah, you know blurs. what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was just like, oh, and then he went over here, and then, yeah. but you're focused on the emotions, on the story, on what people are saying. That's mm-hmm. true. So I feel like in that way, the focus could have perhaps been more on acting ability from the outset like mm. we were lucky that they turned out to be yes really great actors yes. in the end that didn't necessarily need to be the case like a lot of people say fuck it and like the pressures of being an actor and growing up in the spotlight oh, are bananas mm-hmm. so like it's a it's a really big gamble that's why you hear about so many like Drug terrible overdoses. stories yeah. of child actors growing up whether it's an issue with maybe whoever's dealing with their money or like whatever sets they were on maybe weren't the best because like I think Harry Potter the as a production unit like when you hear about they were in school on the set mm-hmm. and all the all the kind of <laughs> things they had to do to give these kids a proper life because they were on that set for years yeah they went to school together mm-hmm. and I'll just go back to the point you're saying about how you imagine the characters looking. Reading the books before the films ever came out were a thing. I do remember thinking about Cho Chang. I imagined her. I did have a clear picture and I did think, yeah, I quite like her. <laughs> so there, there you did go. You, um, <laughs> speak, speaking of, she's pretty and good speaking at Speaking of Cho Chang. Did you like who they casted though? It wasn't how she was in my head but maybe I built up this impossible picture mm. and it wasn't yeah. as like no I, I get that mm-hmm. but I asked Ed if there was anything I should ask you while you were on and he <laughs> said uh, <laughs> ask him Chow Chang Hermione Granger or Fleur Delacour <laughs> uh, are we talking book or movie oh book Fleur Delacour for both book and movie oh book version versus movie version <laughs> oh Actually, no, probably <laughs> probably Cho Chang book and then okay. Fleur for the the movie. It kind of doesn't work because he really just wanted to embarrass you in front of Jess yeah. and she's not here, but <laughs> I'm still slightly embarrassed. <laughs> She'll listen to this. That works. Retroactively embarrassed. Back to your question, though, James. Did you have any issues with the casting of the trio, the original three? More like any of the outlying yeah. characters. Like we or, get to Was that. there any, like, surprises? Uh, like... Mm-hmm. I think it was just um, in the initial, I think maybe the first two or three movies, Daniel Radcliffe, it took me a while to, and then Goblet of Fire, I think, mm-hmm. like he started to find his groove a bit. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, he's. Uh, it's just like when he's younger, he's a bit awkward, I suppose. Yeah. He has but, a one face that he always goes back to. It's like the Winona Ryder crying thing. <laughs> it's just like, fuck. But I really, really annoyed me. I really like him. I think he's, mm-hmm. I mean, on the face of it and the interviews and things, he seems fairly humble and sensible yeah. Yeah, for a child star. One of the wonderful yeah. things, they always all seem three like of them. pretty fucking grounded, yeah. which is insane. Well, yeah. even all, like, yeah, all of them. Yeah, the amount of people go off the rails. 
Yeah. At least at one point in their lives, yeah. when they're a child actor. I mean, like, even looking out into Neville Longbottom, Draco, and Luna, like, they all are very level-headed people, I, I think, from... Yeah. There's nothing really about them. Uh, yeah, uh, someone I know from back home ran into... Is it Matthew Lewis? Lewis is Neville, yeah. Yeah, in a, I think in the Natural History Museum or somewhere like that in London. Yeah. And, yeah, I had a good chat with him and said he's very nice, friendly, had a lot of time for them. <laughs> it's so nice. weird that, like, they got it so right. I mean, fingers crossed that nothing happens in the future, but, like, they are all very down-to-earth and humble and, like, the the main child stars, um, yeah. at least. I mean, Rupert's pretty of. goofy. As mm-hmm. we know, like, he, like, bought an ice cream truck and, like, just gave went around ice, town ice giving it free ice cream, and he's like, I've always just wanted to have one. And he's, like, <laughs> he's very whimsical, rich. like, as a person. Uh which isn't necessarily very like I guess down to earth, but they're they're also just like not dicks about yeah. it. Which yeah. seems this is an outside view. We don't know any of them, but mm-hmm. like from from what you see, and you think that if they were acting out, you'd know about it yeah. because that's what tabloids and e talks mm-hmm. like to talk about. <laughs> Craig would know dig. first before that's everybody. a big dig. dig. Come on. <laughs> We're, like, bandaging our wounds now. Craig's trying to amp up the drama. <laughs> Big D over here. Yeah. D is for drama. For God's sake! It's better than anything else. I don't know why I'm mad. Sure, the D is for drama. Big drama over here. I'll say that. Speaking uh, of Big D, well, I'll say it. Why? <laughs> no, I'm moving on. Kate! Come on! Okay. Getting back on track. <laughs> Child <laughs> actors... <laughs> This is Big D here talking about kids. Wow! No! We're gonna get arrested. <laughs> Kate's hitting me. Remember when I said I needed bandages? I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with what the <laughs> The most obvious thing that comes to mind when it's talking about child oh. actors to me is uh Ginny oh. Weasley. Mm, so fair enough, fair enough. a lot of a lot of people, myself included, think maybe. Think so. Well, she'd be she younger than the trio. Probably I'm is sure. the youngest actor but that they had to hire yeah. at. There, there's the, in the originals. Yeah. yeah. There's a, a big um, issue with not only the acting, um, yeah. which I I I f- kind of feel weird talking about just because it's a child for one thing, and um, the characters arc and story is significantly different than in the book. Yeah, like, we've talked a lot about Ginny, like, her differences between book and movie, and I think, like, maybe, like, a a percentage of anything has to do with, like, the acting and delivery, but I think Mm -hmm. the the bigger problem is that she wasn't written to be Ginny like we know her. Like, she was a different character. She was so much more Mm one-dimensional. I think that Bonnie... Right. Bonnie Wright did a good job with what they gave her. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, obviously, like at the beginning, they were they were looking for somebody who looked like this yeah. person. Had to fit the mold. And, um, and it was quiet and hanging onto Molly's leg half the yeah, time. Yeah, like it was a. She was like nine or ten. Like when we talk about, I guess, problems with child actors, I want to like reinforce like it's not the kids' fault. Yeah. At all, because 
they're just young. They tried out for yeah. this thing. They were picked. What did they have to go on? Mm-hmm. What exactly. Like, it's really a crapshoot. It's really a crapshoot building a and series like that. There were adults responsible for those choices. Yeah. And is it less Bonnie's acting versus where they took Ginny that bothers you? Like well, the, the storyline of Ginny is different than the book. Yeah, it, it is, is that the main issue severely or? lacking. For me, it mm-hmm. is the story. Um, I will say that I didn't really like a lot of the choices she made or was told to make. Like it's a, mm-hmm. a collaboration at that point, even in the later movies, like she's still pretty young. Um, but imagine if you can, there are no books. And the movies are the only thing we have to go on. A fantastic Beast scenario. Yes. Would you think there'd be this admiration that there is for Ginny Weasley with no, just the movies? For sure, no. no. Yeah, there wouldn't be. Like, no, there's... And people would not understand how Harry got together with her. Yeah. It's not earned in the movies at all. And yeah, she's just, just like, weird your scene brother's in the room of requirements. Or your friend's sister. Where she's like, yeah. you can keep me in an attic too. And yeah. it's like, that's weird. That's a weird thing to say. Yeah. Like, and that's completely on the adults. <laughs> Super. Like weird. I highly yeah. doubt that 100%. line was ad libbed. Yeah. It like that's in the writing. Like she wasn't given any character development through like book three, book four. They, yeah. She got a bit in book five, but it was basically like still like she just was not given her due. It in book played. six, she got to say mm-hmm. "shut it" really loud, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. Sorry, Kate, go on. No, it would have played like Harry and Ron are brothers, and so it, it would have played it just like a a shtick of well, no, they actually are because he married her sister, and yeah. that's it. Mm-hmm. Like it would have just been a plot point that was. I think. I think yeah. with the the fact that Ginny is so one dimensional, Hermione gets gorgeous. That that's where a lot of the fandom thinks that. Harry and Hermione should be together. Right. Whereas mm-hmm. in the books... Because right. Hermione's the beautiful one who yeah. earns all of the yeah. admiration of the viewer. Like, yeah. You're like, oh yeah, she deserves it. But the it. book, you you feel like that relationship between Harry and Hermione... Er, sorry. Harry and Ginny yeah. is like way more concrete in the relationship way hmm. instead of the Harry-Hermione, the kind of brother and sisterly way. Well, I'd say even for Ron and Hermione. Yeah, it's there in the movies, but it's much weaker than the the foundation of their relationship in the books. Like, Mm -hmm. I never once thought, why is she ending up with Ron when reading the books? It was like, no, that makes sense, you know? And then it was like, oh, Harry's got to find someone. And then the story of Ginny evolved. How do you feel about it, Jane? Are you on the Tom bandwagon of ragging on Bonnie Wright? (laughs) (laughs) Tom has a big beef. (laughs) Big I didn't really... I was just trying to remember my reaction at the time of the movies. Definitely the Ginny thing, I remember thinking that. And thinking back like in the books, you do feel a genuine connection between them. Mm. But say towards the end of their careers, I guess the main three, what would they have accomplished? What would they be doing at that point? Like, what would they be doing in the future? Well... I would have easily said What would they be doing if they weren't? Dan and Emma would be acting. I honestly think Rupert is kind of over it. Well, he just did like, Snatch. Yeah, he's. I think he's going to be, like, in a weird way, more successful than the other two. He in might, acting, like, bide his time and then come back as an, as an old. I, I, yeah, because I think he can get above the being a Harry Potter character. The other two, I don't think they can in acting. Whereas Emma is doing 
everything she's doing for women's rights and being in the UN and stuff like that. Like she's making a name for herself that is going beyond Harry Potter. And she will be remembered for, Mm -hmm. oh, she was in this, but she did a lot of great things after. Yeah. Dan is doing more things, but I don't think I'll ever be able to see him not as Harry. Well, it's the same thing with Elijah Wood. Like I watched a lot of Wilfred which is like a completely different mm-hmm. role. I watched part of like Dirk Gently. Oh, Douglas Adams. Um, huh? Dirk Gently is written by. Is it? Oh no way! I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's so cool. It definitely has a Douglas Adamsy feel. It's very when weird. I was, <laughs> when I was watching it, I was like, oh yeah, that's that's the thing. And it was really good. I don't. I think I just got out of it for some reason or another, and I haven't picked it back up. Is but it I a see movie the, or the a second, show? It's a show. Oh. The second season just dropped on, Netflix. on Netflix. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, it was very good. It was very interesting. Um, but, like, he plays, like, completely different characters, but there's a part of me, whenever I see him, I'm a little, like, Frodo. Yeah. And it's the same thing with, with Daniel Radcliffe. Like, he was in that uh, That one. Frankenstein one. Oh, and like, Edward. He was in uh, Equius. He's on Broadway a lot. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, like, that, that like, dark one where he's, like, trying to infiltrate, like, a white power movement. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. right. In... Oh, shoot. Or the, the, the scary one where he's in the haunted house kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah, Woman in Black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, stuff like that. And it's, like, I see that your, like, skill has really grown. Yeah, he's a and good And I understand actor. it. I guess it's just always that curse of, like, especially when... We read the books, and then he was our first introduction to that character. Same thing as Frodo. It's like, I will always see, see you as that character, because you were the embodiment of this thing I thought about for so long. It's really hard to get that out of your brain. He needs to pull a Mark Hamill and go into voice acting. Yeah, remember? I don't on- honestly think he has like the talent vocally that Mark Hamill does, but like Mark if Hamill's you lose really the visual, he'll be able to play anything that's true like when you yeah. see when the you joker to, yeah. in a batman animated you don't movie think about like luke skywalker what yeah that's mark hamill They're, they must be like similar name or something but like you do that for a few years you get out of the visual limelight but you're still acting it's the same I, thing I with like carrie fisher she was like i'm gonna go behind the camera for a while or like that's bonnie fine. wright is yeah. doing yeah that's true I don't have that problem, I've realized. Yeah? With, uh, I can watch people, Dan? yeah, like I'll recognize people. I actually prefer movies when I don't recognize the human, like the actual reality human. Mm-hmm. Like I'll watch a movie and be like, that's Daniel Radcliffe, or that's Dan. And what will pull me out is reality. It's not, oh, that's Harry Potter. It's like, right. oh, that's Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. And so I've never had an issue. Because then you think of them as the person rather than the character they're yeah. Like, give me an example. I never, well, no, I mean, like, I never have an issue of watching Daniel Radcliffe and being like, no, you're still Harry Potter to me, dude. I've oh. been able to watch the movies and been like, yeah, it's, it's a different character. But what will pull me out is like, they'll be like, oh, that's very shockingly, obviously Daniel Radcliffe. Right. My brain is recognizing you and I can only see you as the real human. Yeah. I don't see you as this creepy guy who owns a dark haunted house. Yeah. I don't see you as a tap dancing store owner or whatever he was on Broadway. It's like, that's Daniel Radcliffe on stage. Or, or yeah. he's in front of a horse with his knob out. I did see that. It was oh. very great. That, that was for our guests to understand. <laughs> yeah. What were you wanting to move on to? You had a question? Oh, I don't remember. Well, what they're doing now. What are they doing now? Well, Emma Watson is doing ambassadorial duties as well as starring in many... Beauty yeah. and the Beast. I yeah. think she's been in the biggest movies since. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, like yeah. she's got a variety of 
roles yeah. and that perks of being a wallflower. The biggest like change that I think I saw her do was when she was in the bling ring. Mm. When I watched her in the yeah. bling ring, I was yeah, like, I there were parts it. where I was like, I didn't think about Emma Watson because like she was so different. She had like a Kim Kardashian accent. Yeah, it was really good. Like it was yeah. a really good movie. Another Harry Potter cast member. Uh, in the human rights kind of genre uh, is Ivana Lynch. Lynch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Harry Potter Alliance. Human rights violations, mental health, climate change, sexism and gay rights, amongst she, many others. She does a lot. I follow so her on Instagram. An activist as well. Yeah. yeah. Animal rights activist. Yeah. yeah. I follow her on Instagram and she does post quite a lot about LGBTQ rights and yeah, she's really cool girl really really cool girl and that's someone too i would say that i think they nailed that casting not only physically like how she looked mm. but i loved luna from i was gonna say season one movie <laughs> <laughs> this week on harry potter <laughs> from the first movie to the last movie i know there wasn't a lot of luna sometimes but even just the, the little bit like yeah. of screen time mm. was like, like she was really good. good really good from child yeah. to adult it always felt very sincere yeah genuine luna interesting you saying about going from child stars to doing something completely different Pansy Parkinson played by Scarlett Byrne was the first nude model for Playboy since they abandoned the short lived never nude stance oh they're they're back to the nudes started with Pansy yeah back to the uh, (laughs) original concept yeah, that didn't last long. <laughs> yeah. But why would Who it? Who called that? Yeah. We see Pansy's Pansy. <laughs> Candy. We see Candy's Pansy? <laughs> no. <laughs> Candy's Jesus. Pansy. It does remind me of like the Dear. Phil the Alien bit where... He's like, what's your name, sweetheart? And she's like, Candy. Oh, he's yeah. like, well, who doesn't like candy? And he's, she's like, my parents. <laughs> <laughs> What's Draco Malfoy up to? He's in the Flash. He's in the Flash. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's in a CW. He's yeah. He's better than that. Quite typecast into bad guy kind of roles. Bad guy roles. Is he a bad guy in that too? I want to see him in a rom com. I want him to be the lead dude in a rom com. Him and Neville. A same sex rom com. Well, yeah, I'd go for that, too. Oh, my but. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. That's a whole thing. other... Things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would watch the fuck out of that. I would watch the fuck out of that. Holy hell. I would, too. It'd be great. God. The phantom would explode. Yeah. So many slash fix. Can you imagine? But uh, <laughs> on that note... End the podcast. End on a good note, I guess. Ivana Lich also has like a podcast, I think, that she started. Really? I think it's called The Chick Peeps or something. Oh my God. Yeah, I know, right? We're the only ones to have a podcast, so she's just jumping on the bandwagon. When you go to the podcast app, it's just us. It's just us, right, guys? Really? Um, But yeah, I think she just did like, I, I was looking her up and I think she just did like an episode about like animal rights in Harry Potter. Which is very interesting. Hmm. They talk about like house elves and, and stuff like that and dragons and see it's we really did cool. it first. <laughs> it's not a competition, Craig. Sorry. Who Can says it isn't? Well, I just never heard of this term before, but in relation to Matthew Lewis transforming into a hottie underwear model. Yeah, it's responsible for introducing the objective Neville into the international <laughs> For example, yeah. Gosh, Ryan was fugly, but he's totes Neville now. 
Wow, I'd never <laughs> heard that. It's Neville now. Huh. But uh, Bonnie Wright's also... I don't know if she's actually doing a documentary with Greenpeace or she's just oh, cool. being with Greenpeace. That's really cool. That's what That's her really Instagram's cool. all about right now. Yeah, she so. has a production company and... Really? She does a lot of stuff. She was working with like the Lumos t-shirt, like campaign that uh, JK was also doing. Bonnie Wright. Yeah. Yeah. It said that she got in um, the guy who played David Thewlis. David Thewlis was, yeah. Is in her short film that was at Cannes. Oh, cool. Wow, at Cannes. Good for her. That's amazing. It's a really talented cast. And like we said before, like we're so lucky that they turned out to be so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe that's what they did. Maybe they prioritize like good people as opposed to like acting ability. Like that sounds mean, but like as opposed to acting ability or to like, star yeah. kids with star well, parents. Exactly. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. maybe the talent was second nature to who they were choosing. They wanted yeah. really genuine, round, mm. well-rounded kids. Well, I don't know how many of the adult actors in the Potter films were known in North America. A lot of them, yeah. yeah. We don't have a lot of our own original programming, so we rely on the states and England (laughs) to give it to us. But the ones they picked (laughs) were kind of like gems of, you know. Well, that's what it uh, kind of started to understand. Yeah, that it was just like a when I was young, when I was in English actors. Yeah, but not any kind of controversial ones. They're just genuinely loved kind of characters, Mm. people. Well, actors. They had their childhood. They didn't start like, you know, Drew Barrymore when she was five or six years old. But the majority of their pre their preteens and their teenage years on set. Mm-hmm. And from having experience of on set life, it's like my brain understands why a lot of actors go yeah. down the roads they well, go down. Because they have to be fucking pampered. And, but not even that. But it's like they have no social aspect because they're working all hours. Yeah, they're true. sleeping. They don't have friends because friends want money from them and like it gets really convoluted very quickly so i'm really surprised and and something i got to work with a lot of crew members from the harry potter films and i never got to ask them this but it immediately i wanted to ask like the sets must have been run differently for the Mm -hmm. children to be all come out on the other end as upstanding people like it's not just about the first 10 years of their life i definitely think that's an aspect they weren't born into you know, a yeah, they had family. a life before Harry Potter. They yeah. had a life after Harry Potter. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like the but that ten years on a film set, uh, and like doing school with each other, and and everything revolved around the film set. It's like my experience is like that's that's the rarity that none of these kids, minus Crabbe or Goyle, I can't remember which one. He was Crab. the only one that came out of. Yeah, Crabbe was the only story that came yeah. out of it. So. You There'll know, be it's, more it's though. Interesting, huh? There'll be more, surely. <laughs> more. You think they'd be out by now? Well, though they're all. Yeah, they're like, adults now. They're getting close to thirty. They're probably all twenty-seven, twenty-eight or so. Yeah. Like, still if, if it came out now, it's still time. The, the, but uh, it's it's less likely. Break down their 30s. Oh God, <laughs> I hope not. But if <laughs> That'd the, be weird. if they did that good of a cover up, they should be working for like the government. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they are. Whoa. Maybe they are. Maybe we're all just oblivious. I think we should move on. Yeah. I, <laughs> Maybe we, we're all oblivious. We've played this drum enough, but yes. um, yeah, I think we've, for the most part, stayed away from things we didn't like. But if you want to email us specifics on who you didn't like or who you didn't like casting or yeah, how talk, they acted. Talk shit to us. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, we picked it apart today. We picked it apart today, but overall, I think our consensus is that it was great. Like the kids were yeah. great. Yeah, it was great. I'm glad they chose who they chose mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Yeah. And uh, I think that those actors are making the most of it. Yeah. And that's yeah. nice. They're well-earned. It's harsh to criticize them. I was, yeah. I was wa- tried to watch them with as open on mind as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So there. Well, topic over. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so now it is time to stone us all. Yeah. Quick parts <laughs> quiz. So, um. This actually works out really well because, like, I play for Slytherin and you will play for Ravenclaw. Uh, Kate oh, plays yeah. for Gryffindor. Greg plays for Hufflepuff. Etc. Oh. oh, yeah. Greg no. plays for Etc. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's so Hufflepuff to be like, skip me, go on to it. Who gives a shit? Um, I'd like for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Craigie. So I'm going to read a quote from the books. And um, instead of telling me who sang it, because that's how saying we usually it. do. Saying it? Saying it. Oh, like saying oh. the... What did I say? Saying it. Saying it. Who's <laughs> saying it? That narrows it down. <laughs> you know, Beans. not saying who is who is saying the quote. We're going to ask who we, they're referring to. Okay. Uh, and what book, so... It's not who's speaking, but who they're referring to. Not what. who's speaking, who they're referring to. In what book? I mean, if you tell me who's speaking instead, whatever, I'll still count it. But I feel like it's not going to be... Like that's gonna be harder. Gotcha. So we're gonna go for the who that, they're talking be the about. Bonus question would be yeah sure. I mean I also have the chapter title, but sure. Okay. Okay. So it's five points each. Who they're referring to and what book it's in. And the quote is, I mean anybody who's actually interviewed him agrees that he's about as much of a Death Eater as this Satsuma. This Satsuma. I mean, anybody who's actually interviewed him agrees that he's about as much of a Death Eater as this Satsuma. I'll go first, because I, I have no idea. Okay, I, I've got my answer. I'm going to say Hermione's saying it about a dude who's not a Death Eater, but people might think is a Death Eater in book six. Well, I also think... I think it's within the Order of the Phoenix headquarters that it's been said. I think it's one of the Weasleys maybe saying it. Uh, I think they're talking about uh, one of the teachers at Hogwarts. And I think it might be Any- Mad-Eye, someone, someone like that. Okay. But In what book do you think it is? Six. Okay. I didn't get to add who it was, and I'm going to say Snape. Because I said Hermione was talking about a dude. So right. I'm going to say the dude is Snape. Okay. <laughs> okay, they're for sure talking about Stan Shunpike. And it's... See, this is where I'm not sure. I think it's Rita Skeeter talking about Stan Shunpike. Book five. Craig, get it? Is Craig our new Katie? Guys, it's half points all around. Whoa! Stan Shunpike, Thank book you. six. Ah. Yeah. Is it Rita? No, it's not Rita. Fuck, who is it? Who is it? It's Arthur Weasley. Arthur Weasley's saying it. You did say one of the Weasleys, so I was sort of like, why don't you guess? (laughs) But yeah, it's it's really difficult because like it's... uh, It's tricky. Where was it said? It's at the borough. It's at the borough. 
Right. So that Jeez. being said, now that I've given Which up more. Which was the Order of the Phoenix headquarters at one point, was it? Yeah, I mean, after yeah. Grimmauld Place was yeah. burned. <laughs> Wasn't it? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I guess when the Death Eaters But no, that doesn't happen until the end of book book six. Um, yeah. But uh, does anyone want to have a go at the chapter title? Stan. <laughs> the chapter title Stand is by Stand. Me. Stand by me. I'm like, not a Death Eater. <laughs> you guys like you guys all got five points, so this is pretty cool. Um, like I'll give you a, a bit of a hint. Maybe the Satsuma might be a clue about the time of year, and the place might be a clue about Burn. the time of year. Rain. Book six. Rain on the plane. No. Was it the wedding? Was there a wedding going on at that point? I don't know what it says. Satsuma is a clementine. Oh. Oh. What? I thought it was a weather thing. No, Satsuma no. is a clementine. You mean a Chinook? No. Um, um, a clementine. Isn't it? It's I thought like it was like a vegetable. Egg, right? that's the the, yeah. Well, that's like all the body shop candles. Satsuma. That smell like oranges. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were just way off. Christmas at the borough? Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Nope. I mean, close, but no. It's called a very frosty Christmas. Uh, a very frosty Christmas. Because that's when um, the Minister of Magic and Percy come by. Oh, oh and Frosty right. the Snowman shows up. And right. you know Frosty yeah. is yeah. there. They down. eat a lot of frosting. Mm. About it. All of that. Jack but you Frost guys did really there. good. So Thanks. five points for Hufflepuff, five points for Gryffindor, five points for Ravenclaw, Woo. zero points for Slytherin, boo. Well, you should get five. You stumped us on... Oh, no. The bonus? I got it. <laughs> yeah. Right. We really count the bonuses. I thought it may have been an offhand remark after uh, she was Rita was talking about Ludo Bagman. But. It, it very well could have been. It was very yeah. difficult. Mm-hmm. I thought the Satsuma could have been a clue, but the next cha- the next um, the next sentence is very much like I feel like you would have all gotten it if I would have read that. It said. Um, but the top levels want to look as though they're making some progress, and three arrests sound better than three mistaken arrests and releases. Yeah. But then again, this is all top secret. Oh, yeah. I remember. yeah. Definitely a ministry worker. Definitely a ministry worker. Definitely talking about, you know, when mm-hmm. they're actually arresting Death Eaters, so mm-hmm. it has to be past the fifth book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that because it's the end of... No, they want to find that information, so they kind of corner him. No, he was he was boasting about knowing something, so mm-hmm. they uh, arrested him on conspiracy of being a Death Eater kind of thing. He's like, no, I just make shit up, and yeah. they're like, yeah, but I just like to be noticed. You want to yeah. arrest you instead? Anyway, great but quick quotes, quotes. Good, good quiz, quiz. yeah, good very good. Characters from other shows. That are Slytherins. Thirty Rock. <laughs> Craig. Craig always makes a joke. <laughs> it's not Craig. It's not That's great. It's Seinfeld. It is Seinfeld. Um, and uh, we got the suggestion from Catherine Milverton, who is certainly not my secret Alter identity. Uh-huh. Um, she's a Pretty Hufflepuff. Close, so there. Thanks for reaching out to us. It was really great. Uh, she is the she's a Hufflepuff. She was originally sorted into Slytherin on the old Pottermore. Um, and uh, she is a horned serpent in Ilvermorny. Oh, cool. And her Patronus is a goshawk, which I originally <laughs> read as goshawk. Anyway, uh, so her uh, character suggestion is Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And we will listen to some clips right now and see if she's right. These are clips that I 
We'll enjoy. You know, I got the alumni magazine. Whatever happened to your friend George? I notice I never see his name in there. Well, he's kind of modest. He was always such a goof off. I mean, did he ever get anywhere? Sure. Yeah? What field? Marine biology. George is a marine biologist? Yeah, pretty damn good one, too. George? She said George? She remembered my name. Diana Khan remembered my name. She was the it girl. Yeah, she asked for your number. I think she's going to get in touch with you. Okay, I'm telling you right now. If you're kidding around, I'm not going to be able to be a friend anymore. I'm serious about that. You got that? I got no problem with that. Good. Because if this is a lie, if this is a joke, if this is your idea of some cute little game, we're finished. Expect a call. Oh, my God, he's not kidding. Now, I should tell you... ...that at this point, she's under the impression that you're a, uh... A what? A marine biologist. A marine biologist? Yes. Why am I a marine biologist? I may have mentioned it. Jerry, kill me. Kill me now, I'm begging you. Oh, well, uh, what, kind of like this? What, what are you performing? <laughs> What are you doing here? George is the same. Yeah, I think she's she said basically everyone. Yeah, she, she kind of said is. like everyone could be, mm-hmm. but she had one that was just about George. But I think he's more of just like a fed up Hufflepuff than like <laughs> than an actual Slytherin. They were in here. I saw her put them in here. Well, this is great. All right, what do they look like? Like keys. They look like keys, George. They look exactly like keys. What do they look like? Well, they're obviously not here. Well, they've got to be here somewhere. Jerry, unless I pull down on this statuette and a hidden wall opens up, we have checked every square inch of this apartment. Hello? Elaine, you gotta get back down to the dealer. Putty is screwing me on this car, which is yellow now. Who is this? <laughs> what? You gotta get back together with Putty so I can make this deal. You know, just that you cared enough to call means so much, Jerry. You gotta get back together anyway. It's thousands of dollars. I don't know. Come on, then you don't have to see him again to my 15,000 mile check. Well, will you pay my cab fare out there? Fine. And I didn't like that roast beef, so how about some lunch? No, no lunch. I'll hang this phone up right now! All right, lunch! I'll see ya. Bye. He's ripping me off! See, again, that's Elaine. (laughs) Yeah, it it does say, like, everyone else is Slytherin as well. I don't know. When I was, uh... There's, like, 37 lines from George Costanza, and uh, that might be more Slytherin, but, like, as... At first, when I was watching it, I was like... Yeah, maybe, but then the more I saw it, I was like, no, nah, like, you're you're definitely not a Slytherin. Like, he's way too, like, I guess, self-critical and self, 
deprecating than I think like Slytherins yeah. generally are. Like Slytherins are like usually have like a good sense of humor about themselves, mm-hmm. but like also I think that that just like conflicts with their self pride a little bit too much. Aggrandizing. Yeah, or or just like not putting themselves down no. in front of other people as much as he George actively does. is. Like that's what I think hmm. he's like. He's like a. He's like a bitter Hufflepuff. He just wants to be loved, <laughs> mm-hmm. but he's not being loved. So he's like, oh, I suck, but like he's makes him mean. But it doesn't mm. mean he's a Slytherin because Slytherins aren't mean. True. Slytherins aren't mean. They're different qualities. <laughs> they can be mean, but everyone can be mean. I had never so. thought about it that way, and I think you've changed my opinion on George Costanza. Whoa! Changing mine. Gary's the bold one. No. <laughs> Do you not know Seinfeld? I've never seen that before. Really? Yeah. Oh. I would have thought that would have made it up <clears throat> the pond. Jerry is Jerry when Seinfeld. He's who kind is of saying about yeah. setting him up as to be called, and he's told him he's a me- marine biologist. Yeah. There's a kind of Slytherin. calm kind of well because he's sticking up for his friend, and yeah. he's like cool to lie about stuff to yeah. to like yeah. help. There's like, a calm kind of help, help his friend. He's not got a moral quandary about it. Out of all of them, that was the most Slytherin. But then the other ones, he was kind of not really in the same vein as that. Well, he was asking Elaine to get back together with an ex-boyfriend just so he could get a better deal on a car. I guess, yeah. <laughs> and he said, like, you're going to do it anyway. Yeah. So might as well help me out at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's very practical. Mm-hmm. It's very like, no, you... You scratch my back. Yeah. And, and then uh, maybe I'll get around to scratching yours. Yeah. With that roast beef. With or that not roast, the beef. roast beef. Cab fare and roast beef. Oh, dear. <laughs> what would Kramer be? Uh, Is he like the Jacob? He's secretly a muggle. He's just like, he <laughs> fell into this world and loves it. He's magically addled. Magically out. Yeah, he should, he be, should in be in St. Yeah, that's his house, is St. Mungo's <laughs> spell damage board. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> But anyway, uh, it was a really good suggestion, Catherine. Yeah. And thank you so much. She, she gave us so many suggestions. Yeah, yeah she did. Thank, yeah, thank you. you. Uh, we hope that your move slash wedding slash university goes All well. ended up well. Yeah. <laughs> Just going through a lot of a lot of uh, stressful times. A lot of that sucks. adult making things. Ugh, adult. Who we needs suck. it? Why would you want to be one of us? Yeah. Don't grow up, I'm not kids. An adult. Wait, no, do. No Peter Pan complexes. No Peter Pan, no <laughs> endless time turner. Yeah. You're going to be fine. It kind of sucks, but we're all here still talking about children's books, so mm-hmm. it must not be that bad. For Castaway, we have, we got a lot of suggestions from uh, Christopher yes, Warrington. Thank you. Uh, any relation to the Harry Potter Warrington? Probably. Relation Obviously. to the fake character, Come on. for sure. <laughs> well, now let's. Let's not judge but, but whether they're real or like fake or not. The uh, the real. fan fiction or the the AU where like Warrington was the Hogwarts champion. No, it's really Can't. cool. There's like a text post. I think it was from Tumblr, and it was like where where Warrington instead of Cedric Diggory was the Hogwarts tra- champion, and he got killed by Voldemort. So then a lot of the oh. Slytherin faction were like. You killed our dude. We're not on your side anymore, and it like made the Slytherin house like rise up and be like, "Fuck you, Voldemort." Mm. And it was really cool. Yeah. It was just a, it was just that, a fan theory. But how yeah, yeah. in the world would Harry and Warrington have touched the cup at the same time? Well, you never know. We don't like. 
they're rivals like they on the Quidditch pitch. As hated each other. Yeah, but we don't. We don't. Uh, yeah, maybe it would have been weirder. Yeah, it would have been more of a stretch. Yeah, but he would like, have had. They would have stretch. had to do it like by force, like both just diving for yeah. the cup at the same time, yeah, rather which than worked. it could have worked. Yeah. Rather but, than like, like an agreement, the like let's grab killing it. Killing him, same even time. though he's a Slytherin, that's not a stretch for me. Like that's no, he wouldn't like, have. Ask like, what house are you before? Although, like, unless you know, imagine? oh, wait a minute, wait what a minute, are you? your robes are green. Yeah. What house are you? Yeah, maybe. Do you yeah, like you snakes? <laughs> unless Warrington, because also say, it's not uh, Voldemort. It's well, it's Voldemort's orders, but it's yeah. it's Wormtail who kills. He may have recognized Diggory. him as Warrington's yeah. son if Warrington, mother True. or father, is in the Death Eater gang. But still, I don't think like Voldemort would have like taken that risk. Maybe He'd not. be like, I'm going to kill all of the people who know that I am alive, who aren't my chosen few Death Eaters. Anyway, go on. I just thought I'd bring that up. Fun tangent. Neat. Hmm. See what names can do. Pottermore. Pottermore. Christopher's <sighs> suggestion. Selma Hayek. Ooh. I don't know. I like his suggestion better, but uh, Madame Rosemerta. Mm. Like yeah, someone I mean, for Ron really, to be drooling over. It really, really works, doesn't yeah. it? Because mm-hmm. like they also like call her very curvy. Yeah, and, like Selma Hayek is stuck. She's got every correct curve. <laughs> She's got all the right ones. In the right places. Um, but yeah, like, she's very, like, comedic, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's had a lot of roles, like, in drama. And... Is she in Blonde? Yeah, she's been in a Blonde. Is she? Mm-hmm. I didn't know she's that. She's Frida. Hasn't she played a girl? I don't remember. I'm sure she's played yeah. many girls. Wild Wild West? Bond girl. Oh, oh Bond girl. Bond girl, yeah. <laughs> Wild Wild West, I forgot yes. she was in Wild Wild she's West. She's also in... Uh... So good. That movie with Johnny Trail, or however you say his last name, he'd be a good casting as well. Oh yeah. Um, but okay, I'll I'll say. Yeah, say what Christopher has to say. Um, Fleur's mother. That makes sense. Do we meet Fleur's mother? Not in the no, movies. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't really see. Like she may have been like cast as like an extra at the wedding. Oh, yeah. But as far as like, we know that she has no. Talking parts. Yeah, I, uh, I really like that. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone just Ooh, that's good. Been influenced by how she looks, but maybe Bellatrix. Yeah. Mm. It'd be interesting yeah. being Bellatrix. She, I think she could I definitely she could like get evil. there. Um, that would be really neat. I was also thinking like Rita Skeeter. I was thinking Rita Skeeter. Yeah. Because yeah. like, like, like a really cool different type of Rita. But yeah. Still, I think someone could really play that obnoxious. Yeah. Journalism really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was what... Yeah. It's good. Yeah, that's like... It's a really good one. Like... Older son of Hayek, I'd also put in McGonagall. Like, yeah. in like... I was thinking that. 30 like, years. In the books, is she years, described as particularly old? McGonagall? Um, I think they say like an... Uh... I don't know. They say like hair. They say she's like stern looking, Uh, and her hair is back in a bun and stuff like that. But she has black hair, so the idea, I guess, is that she's not old enough to have like white or gray hair. 
I don't think you're supposed uh, to be immediately attracted to her, though. And no, if she's it was Selma like Hayek, stern, yeah. every 11 year old yeah, boy like, and Ooh. some of the girls, am I right? Like, yeah, Ooh. gotta adjust my robes here. Am I right? <laughs> anyway, uh, it would be really cool to see her as Fleur's mom, but I feel like that's not a good enough role. Like, even in the book, she doesn't really no, say it, that much. So, if there was a little bit more, Rita Skeeter's more, more meaty for someone who's, who's so good. I think Rita Skeeter's got curves. Yes, I agree. Madame Rose Murdo would be like super dope if she was like given a role. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. she had a bigger role in in the book, so that would might be really nice to have Selma Hayek yeah. there. What about Tonks? Just, like every now and then, I thought about Tonks mm-hmm. because she's so funny, but I feel like yeah. it, Again, it would have been like good looking. She's maybe a bit too good looking, yeah. and she's also a bit too well, like old because Tonks is a younger mm-hmm. character. That's a tough one, but good. Toughy, but goody. Yeah. Do you have any underrated characters, like a character that you really love that you just want to give a little bit more? Or it could be a small character you think could have been a cool bigger role? Um, Nicholas Flamel. Ah, He's like one. ones that are on the edge that are, they've got lots of interesting things. You think, oh, I want to hear more from them because they've got lots of stories to tell. That'd be a great spin-off series. And you could have, like, uh, Dumbledore show up. Because he's, in later life, in contact with Nicholas Flamel. Yeah. It's such a good one. And I'm so excited to, like, learn more about it because he's been cast in the the Fantastic Beasts films. So mm-hmm. um, that's going to be so cool. But the interesting thing about him is that it's the same as, like, when they talk about Merlin and he's, like, taken from legend or whatever and she's oh. brought him into the universe of Harry Potter yeah. Yeah. and the same with Nicholas Flamel like it's I assume based on the actual per- historical person is that is a that historical person I never knew I thought he was just like a like know. a stand in for all alchemy magicians back in the day so I'm on the regular wiki and it does say they're believed to be a gentleman by the name of Nicolas Flamel that lived in Paris. Um, An alchemist. A French scribe and manuscript seller. After his death, he developed a reputation as an alchemist. And there's actually portraits of him that exist, like really, really, really old, old old-timey portraits. But when you get back this Uh, far, it's a question... It's a question of, like, was it like was it expanded on or did this person actually exist to this level mm. or was it a belief was it a myth was it a story within the town or so city like a king arthur sort of situation yeah right yeah. how so much is real how much of it Instead is real he pulled or not the stone from the sword but i didn't know super too much different. about it yeah. super easy yeah according could but, do it. and now immortal yeah according to texts ascribed to flamel almost 200 years after his death he had learned alchemical alchemical secrets from a Jewish converso on the road to Santiago de Compostela. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, others thought Flamel was the creation of 17th century editors and publishers desperate to produce modern printed editions of supposedly ancient alchemical treaties, hmm. then circulating in manuscript for an avid reading public. He has since appeared as a legendary alchemist in various fictional works. Neato. So super cool that JK... Like, I knew she was pulled multiple things from multiple different mythology and old no Tommy Wimey stories, but he was I didn't know that. Else. 
a well, big character like I that. I think that's too. really interesting, like the Merlin thing. And mm-hmm. I didn't know yeah, very much about him, but I knew he's like a historical character. Yeah. In some, or thought he was. Yeah. Yeah. So like the Merlin thing, I want to hear like what, how she got him into the universe, like what her take on Harry Potterization of the yeah. legend is. I think that'd be very interesting. Yeah, because really she kind of cool. tiptoes things like that. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to completely commit to, like, a Merlin backstory in her magical world. Although, well, that'd be great. They She has said that, like, Merlin was a Slytherin. Was in Slytherin but other not than really that, there's that. not really anything about... Not much about, like, we, we know there's a chocolate frog card mm-hmm. about Merlin, yeah. but, like, other than that, there's not really Is there that a much. chocolate frog card of Flamel? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And do we know what house he's in? No, he went to Beaubaton. He went to Beaubaton. Well, or at least he, I think he did because he, 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 there's like a fountain in Beaubaton that is named after him. Why did I think Beaubaton was uh, him and his wife? And it is the movie. Because of the fucking movie. movie. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now there's only women who are in. Bo- I'm sorry. I'm super mad. Oh. Uh, there's only <laughs> women who are in Beaubaton in the fourth movie and all the. Stormstrang people are men. men yeah, yeah. all girls school. Boys. And that's like, a made up thing in the movie. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's just a school. It's boys a school for girls, boys and girls. And then There's just make... a girl champion from Bobaton and a boy champion. So how could from... a girl become champion? We must when make there's all these all boys here. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Of course, a girl couldn't win out naturally. He went to Bobaton. Went to Bobaton. I'd like anyway, to know more about his family. It's too. Boy Baton. Boy Baton. Boy Baton. <laughs> Go boys. Go boys. <laughs> boys are cooler. Boys, boys need more representation. Yeah, right. In the <laughs> French schools. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I, I think he went. I think he went to Bobaton, or like sense. if it was if it was there when he went. But yeah. I think it was cool. because they were talking about the Triwizard Tourna- Tournament spanning back. A long time, and he's six hundred. Maybe he years was old a original founder. Mm. Yeah. I suppose he's in the book. They say that he lives a quiet life with his wife. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's and like retired. I, I think I'm thinking along the lines of like in Lord of the Rings and all, but when no, the ring in lo- really. prolongs your life, the, diadem, the necklace, and they start to have. Well, those are yeah. horcruxes, but still, it's not that's the same thing. It's not the same thing, but that's what he's. But maybe the elixir the... of life is yeah. is pure, and it's just yeah. belongs to life, and he's going to be fine. I but think there must that's be something... why there's only the one of it. <laughs> Do they agree to destroy it, him and Dumbledore, at the yeah. end yeah. of that? After so then he will die. Or they say that they mm. do. I Maybe mean, it's we a don't know. Child time Turner bullshit. After they take it from Harry, they destroy it. Yeah, and Flamel's left to retire with his wife. Or they say because he's got some do. elixir left. Yeah, yeah. To get there, he's got to destroy a philosopher's stone. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's really easy. Maybe you just, just break it, squeeze it, <clears throat> put it in a potion. Maybe say vanish or whatever. Like a salt lick. Maybe you can turn it into like an owl. I don't like any Maybe of these suggestions. Like Please email us w- how you think you destroy <laughs> a philosopher's stone. Bath bomb. Don't listen to them. Listen to me. And as he's soaking, his skin I know you becomes younger. That, though. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, you weren't supposed so, to hear that. Either. Yeah, but I did. So now we're fighting. We weren't what already. Yeah, we're always fighting. Thanks for the suggestion, James. Thank you. Yeah. If you didn't catch on, <laughs> that pretty character is Nicholas Flamel. Nicholas Flamel. Oh, I'm 
so uh, for our Mary Fuck Kill segment today, we are going to do the tw- three, <laughs> the three sexy ladies, the three sexy ladies. That, that Ed recommended. Um, <laughs> and those are Cho Chang, uh, Flora Delacour, or Hermione Granger. You marry I one, you fuck one, and you kill one. <laughs> no, everyone just, you, you get to choose two. You get to yes. play two. Oh, yay! Yeah. yeah. Equal opportunity. I got mine. I mean... Come on. Okay. Um, Come on. Cho Fleur, Cho, or Hermione? This is Mary like simple math kill. in my Kate. head. Kate, Kate you're Kate. so ready, so yep. go ahead. Marry Hermione, sleep with Fleur, sorry, Cho, bye. Ooh, rude. Yeah. Because hmm. Hermione. Yeah. I want a life she with her. She would be a great one. I mean, oh there are God. no she bad choices, everything. but, you know... Yeah. And then oh, Fleur... Okay. Okay. Uh, like Fleur Great, she's the hottest one so to mean. walk on the books <laughs> they even normal. wrote in that she's the most beautiful creature I'm That's gonna sleep true. with her yeah and then tell everyone I got to sleep with her you are that kind of guy oh yeah <laughs> girl <laughs> and then Cho Especially is just sad girls. sad Cho sorry I have nothing against Cho I just like against Hermione you ain't winning this one <laughs> true yeah that's fair. I would have to agree. Mm. Same? Same though? Yeah. I almost said it the opposite way around. Cho, Fleur, Hermione. Kill Kill Hermione. So you'd marry Cho? Sleep with Fleur? Is that the opposite way around? I think... Yeah. And kill Hermione. Oh my god. But, yeah, it doesn't seem right. None of it seems right. It's a whole (laughs) thing. You're saying goodbye to someone amazing. I definitely am... Marry Hermione because she's the best. Yes. But I would sleep with Cho and I would oh. kill Fleur. Wow. Actually. Because, you know, I'm going to be really jerkish and I think that, like, Cho is very, like, Fleur is a, is a tri-wizard champion and she's very athletic in that way, but I feel like Cho would be pretty good in bed and maybe a little bit, like, Cho, like, Fleur is a little bit snooty. She is. Yeah. Maybe Cho would be more like up for a good time. And uh, down to earth. Yeah. I Less mean judgy. I would be really I would be hurting Bill Weasley and I would be killing Victoire. So that sucks. Maybe but it could be Cho after. probably has a family. I don't know. It sucks. It's it's just a <laughs> shitty choice. It's just a difficult situation. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like I would I would kill Fleur and Marry Hermione and so this game tell. is always difficult because you're either sad that you're killing lovely people or you're grossed out and you don't. But you're, yeah. Or you're Same. happy because you're killing her, uh, Hermione. Well, uh, <laughs> thinking about what? it, I don't think I would be able to marry Hermione because. Thank you. I don't think I'd be able to live with her because she would be too. Um, bossy. Yes. Too bossy and. Telling me that I'm doing things wrong. <laughs> it would be like intolerable to like cook would, with Her- Hermione. Yeah. Like imagine Hermione Load in the, the kitchen and she's like, and "You're like, chopping it wrong. You're doing everything wrong." I'd be like, "Bitch, hold your roll." My head canon is though she's terrible at cooking. That's her no. one thing. She is not that. as great as I like potions that. at it. Like she's I very like, like to the rule book. But. Yeah. She follows a recipe to the exact, and it turns yeah. out horrible. Yeah, it still and gets she gets burnt. really mad. Yeah. I like Still, that like, that would be a bad like, energy not to be everyone around. everyone can be good, or someone can't be good at, like, everything, even by mm-hmm. just following the instructions. Yeah. Somehow she always messes it up. I like that headcanon. I'm going <laughs> to jump on yeah. board that. Yeah. 
So I'd probably not marry Hermione mm. and fuck her. <laughs> and marry Cho Chang. I would marry Cho Chang, I think. Yeah. And then I'm sorry, Fleur, but you're not my type. Mm. There you go. Back to my killing Hermione thing. Okay, Is this what you're going to pick? Is this how you're going to pick it? I'm going to go the Harry Potter route. <laughs> In a way. I'm going what? to buff Cho Chang. Because you get Harry? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Obviously <laughs> not. You're going to buff Cho Chang. First kind of like love thing out of the way. And then uh, Fleur marrying. Because oh. why not? Fleur marrying. I mean, it was and she's in a Am- she's amazing with Bill and sticks with him yeah, after his face is scarred and, uh, but that's not her only good quality. She's good she's looking smart. enough as a both of us. Exactly. I could be her Bill. <laughs> Why are you killing Hermione Granger? Because my other two choices were made. So. Ah. And I'm going off book, not movies. Off the book? No, like from the book, not okay. off book. When I say, yeah, mm-hmm. off book usually yeah. means you're from the book. Ignoring Sorry. It. You're in the book world. Yeah. So how's that but, the Harry Potter thing? Well, it's just like he well, can't. He, did, he, he didn't can't fuck have or marry Hermione. Sister, quote unquote. Sorry, what? He didn't fuck for Hermione. Hermione is never a, a romantic entanglement for Harry. And if I consider myself in this situation kind of like Harry, then she is off the table. So that means she's. Oh, you're putting dead. yourself in Harry's shoes. You're Harry. Kind of. Have you done that before? Oh, probably. I don't keep track <laughs> of the Craig, things I do. Craig comes up with a plethora of reasons. He to does. Do the things he he does. plays this game very often. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Great. I like it. Very good. I'm happy with my choices. Well, we will move on. Welcome to our Welcome. introducing of Jess in our outro. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Welcome to our outro. <laughs> Hi Jess. Hello. So, Jess, have you been sorted into a house or do you like have a house that you feel like I, that's for me? No. I started doing it the other day and then I got past what pet would you have and I stopped. That's a really hard one because there's like 17 choices. Well, yeah. And I was like, I don't really understand what? Is there that many options? <clears throat> there's many. There's like this cat, that cat, that mini cat, that, and then like all these different owls, and then all these different toads. It's like it's a really long. Maybe not seventeen. Maybe it's just like ten. But it's a lot. I think I did it before when I was in Slytherin, but it was a lot less complicated when I did it before. Yeah, this is like five years ago. Yeah, fair enough. Hmm. Does any of you guys have a toad? No. <laughs> Nope. And normal. When I lived probably in, had one as a kid. Sounds horrible. <laughs> when I lived in this apartment, I had a turtle. You did? That's the closest I ever got oh. to. What was its name? Sheldon. Oh, of course. Sheldon. Sheldon. There you go. You got it. <laughs> You've been out Jess's for a long time. Really Don't worry. Wow. Playing catch up. Yeah. yeah. You guys remember You're when I used good, to just though. sleep through parties? No, I do. This is why. No, I know. We've yeah. all been there. We've all been there. We know Jess's brain because <laughs> we've been there. We've been there. It's horrible. And you just are floating on a yeah. cloud of, like, nonsense. Yeah. Just know that if yeah. you're going into the film industry, kids, it is tough. It's Your tough. brain is floating on a cloud workers. of nonsense. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. jokes aside, they're hard workers in grueling conditions oh, yes. sometimes. For sure. Everything that we dissect and talk about, like, it yeah. has been, like, it is the, like, 
you said the blood, sweat, and tears mm-hmm. of like all of these people who are mm-hmm. working their hardest. Yeah. So in we perspective, we super appreciate it. Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah, we kind of have an insider look at yeah. what they had to go through. Which brings us back to why we had the topic today of like how kids survive it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very well, tough. More it's so like how like trial a, by fire for sure. Yeah, like a production company. How do they survive with having that many right? kids mm. on? Like if you have even one the, or like two, yeah, the nine hour fine. days. Like mm. with kids, the the working days are much shorter. Yeah. Yes. So. Kids plus animals. Yeah, that's like those true. are the two things you never want to have to deal with on set. Kids and, and animals. So many. Do you yeah. want to read some Scott's version? Up there. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> While we wait. So we got I, I'm sure we've talked about this in the last episode, but we did get uh versions of the Scots edition of the Philosopher's Stone. And it's really weird and delightful. And Craig yes, is now going to give us a wee sample of everything that we've wow. ever wanted in life. <laughs> oh god. What? Slytherin! Yes! You did get Slytherin. I have Slytherin. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Really? That makes me very happy. I would not have labeled you a Slytherin. I absolutely would have said Hufflepuff. But you're so. And not that Slytherin can't be this, it's not being negative, but you're so. It has a tiny bit of a bias. You're so warm and inviting and. But so is Teresa, so is Matt, so is a lot of people that we know that have been sorted into Slytherin. Mm, Different though than Jess, I feel. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's. I'm not saying Slytherin's bad. I'm just saying that. Are you me. happy with it? I'm very happy with it. Good. Mm, I always matters. thought I was. Ah, ah there you go. Well, Good. kind of. I feel like I can relate to Professor Snape a lot, and I don't really know why. <laughs> but I feel like I really relate yeah, to Professor Snape. Probably don't delve too deeply into that yeah. one. <laughs> But like, Are you mean to eleven year olds? I think that like no. Slytherin uh, and Hufflepuff sometimes no, share a lot no, share a lot of same like I guess maybe like early <clears> tendencies <throat> where like I think that a lot of like like it, it's it's based in insecurity. Slytherin and then like Slytherin has a different way of dealing with it than Hufflepuff. But like I don't think that's the same thing as Raven like I don't think Ravenclaw and Gryffindor really have that as much. Like, no, I feel like Gryffindor are very, like, strong and sure in what they believe in all yeah, the time. Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. And Ravenclaw is like, in. I'm out of it. I'm just going to ask books. Okay, bye. Yeah. So I yeah. know what I'm talking about. You don't, but I don't care. Yeah. Whereas, like, I think, I think like, Slytherin and Hufflepuff are, like, and they also are very loyal. Yeah. They both have super loyal tendencies. And that's, like, that's very warm to their in-group for mm-hmm. Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Hufflepuff is just generally warm to all, but Slytherin is like, no, it's like it's like to my friends and family. Yeah. I will die for you. I will yeah. kill for you. However, to everyone else who is not in my business, yeah. like you can do whatever you want. But like Hufflepuff is more like just generally philanthropic. Yeah. I would say, but that I've thought a lot about this probably more than any any sane person would. Yep. <laughs> yep. I also agree with that, oh, Ravenclaw. <laughs> and Ravenclaw over here studied yeah. it backwards and forwards. Cool. So <laughs> cool. We will leave you yes! with this. Oh my god. The four houses are called Gryffindor, Hecklepick, 
Corby Kluck and Slytherin. Each house has its own noble history and each has produced oostending curlines and whirlocks. What? While ye are at Hogwarts, your triumphs will win your house paints. But brick only rules and you will lose your house points. At the end of the year, the house with the masked paints is awarded the house Tassie. Tassie! A muckle of honour. I hope all of ye will be a credit to whichever becomes your house. What book are you reading? This, this is, is Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Sten by J.K. Rowling. Scott's edition. Very good. Oh my god. Thanks for coming, James and Jess. Oh, yes. Thank, Thank you, you so Thank much. You. Have me on the podcast. We'll have you, sorry, sorry. We'll have you completely on the podcast many a time Yay. in the future. Like, we do this all the time. Yeah. It's not hard like, to get on. To <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just have to say, hey, next one. And we'll be like, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> and if it works out, it works out. It works yeah. out, it works out. But thank you. Yeah, yeah thanks for thank coming you. on. So nice. Thank time. you. That's all for this episode of Mischief Managed Podcast. Thank you for listening. You can check us out on Instagram at Mischief Managed Podcast, on Twitter at Mischief Podcast, and on Facebook, Pinterest, and Tumblr. Rate us and review on iTunes. Our Remember, points. 15 points. That gets your house off to a great start in this year's House Cup. If you want to get in touch, send us an owl at mischiefmanagepodcast at gmail.com. Mischief Manage was co-created by the Hecklepeck, Aaron Rhino, and original music by the laddie, Devin Highland. <laughs> and as always, Mischief Managed. Loud noises. Finally. Canada. Why buy Craig? a loud Craig? noise anywhere else? Ding. <laughs> Uh, There's some deep. I I assume it's a Canadian thing. Sleep country Canada. Well, there might be a sleep country America. Sleep country USA. No, can't be true. I think it's a purely Canadian. Probably. I buy a mattress because yeah. I'm in Canada. What is sleep country? <laughs> what you're known as sleeping country? No, we're not known as a sleeping country, James. <laughs> kind of. I mean, we do hibernate. No. We only woke up for this podcast. It's like a mattress. <laughs> like it's basement. like a bed store. <laughs>